hi everybody welcome to movies with my mother i of course am lexi and i am mother Lori. <laughs> and today we watch uh the cabin in the woods interesting a 2011 release it was rated r it was a solid 95 minutes and it was directed by drew goddard yep also as a side note this morning it was really creepy outside. It was kind of dark and yucky. Yes. I went out to run an errand. I came back with a goddamn centipede on my arm. <laughs> I wonder if he showed up in the movie. I did more screaming about the centipede than I did about the movie. I completely understand. Even when an ant drops on me from a tree, it's like. <laughs> You know, you got to do that little dance, Yep, too. and your arms are just flailing around. <laughs> and my cats are just like, Jesus Christ, what is her problem? Is she having a seizure? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'll just lay down now. <laughs> so, spooky, spooky morning, scary morning, scary movie? Yeah. Okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Well, um, I didn't know I was, but I am. <laughs> uh, the movie did pretty well, critically. It got a yes. 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, I saw that. 72 on uh, Metacritic uh, or yeah. Metascore, whichever Whatever you're calling you it today. To yeah. <laughs> and a 7.0 out of 10 on IMDb. Which, which I'm is... a little surprised that it was that low. Yeah, that's a little low because for a movie like this. this is just right up their alley you would think yeah i i mean it just seems to me that they that one talks to young people I, I don't know i don't i don't know anything about it but that's what's in my head i don't know i i'm kind of torn between that the the way it ends is that what people didn't like have we been spoon-fed that that stupid horror movie ending or or, or just are we not used to the awesome ending right so but on the other hand i mean they they connected together on a spiritual level so they went down together yeah you know yeah i, I don't know i don't know i just uh you know i think we've seen too many too many movies that just kind of tie that, itself up with a neat little bow and everybody is happily ever after i like that i know you do not I, no because that's not how real life is <laughs> but i don't watch a movie to imitate real life well, I don't either, but I would like to think that if, you know, something catastrophic like that was happening to me, I would like to think that at some point I'm going to die instead of I'm going to live through this and then have to work through billions of hours of trauma therapy. <laughs> Do you think your therapist would still be alive? Well, no. It, it, the way this movie ends, no. <laughs> <laughs> That is true, because it said the body count was 68. Let me turn the page. Something million. No, the body count, the actual body count was 69. But in reality, it was um like 7 million because the world ended. Or 7 billion. Well, you would think it would be billion, yeah, because yeah, there's because like 8 yeah, billion was. people on the planet. But that in in nine in two thousand eleven it would have only been like set or eight billion. Yeah. Yes. So what was the true body count? The world may never know. Nope, because the world ended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the budget I read was about thirty million. Is that what you saw? Yes, around thirty million. The worldwide gross that I read was more than yours. Yes, I only had sixty six million. And I read somewhere around 70. Well, 66 and 70 is pretty close. I guess when you're talking about that many millions, it doesn't really matter. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, if I had around 70 million and it was only 66 million, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I, I would be okay with that. I think I could do that. Yeah, I'd force myself. Yeah. I'd be happy with 66,000. Well, yes. Yes, that is true. I keep saying if I win the lottery and win a hundred thousand dollars, I'm gonna quit my job. You know, a hundred thousand dollars isn't very much. No, especially when everything is 
double what it used to be. I know I sold a gallon of milk at the store yesterday. It was almost five dollars. Oh my god. Is that what milk runs? Oh, you don't buy milk either? No, but you know, I think it's like three fifty at Kroger. How? Yeah. Four ninety nine. Oh my god. And it wasn't even regular milk? Wasn't even whole milk. It was skim. Skim milk. But that kinda hurts me. Yes. Yeah, no, I got my light bill yesterday, and I'm thoroughly upset about it. Oh, no. Mine was $70 last month. Mine is 150 this month. Holy cow. Yeah. Well, like, see, you have a lot of stuff running. Huh? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've got all that, what do they call it, white electricity? Is that what it is? You know, all these chargers that are plugged in have to be, you know, sucking juice. My charger's plugged in. My phone charger is, well, okay, my computer and my phone charger are plugged in 24-7. Well, yeah, but I gotta have one up here. I gotta have one next to my bed. I gotta, <laughs> gotta have my blow dryer plugged in. Yeah. My, my, my mine is too. My foot sander needs to be plugged in. Yeah. You got, it's gotta run when you need it. Yes, I understand. But see, you have lights on in your house. Like I never have lights on in my house. I only have lights on so I can read my paper. Well, that is true. I'm, I'm glad you do because, you know, I'm three three quarters of the way blind already. <laughs> yeah, no, there's only lights on right now so I can read. Okay. Um, The basic plot of the movie, five college kids take a road trip to stay in a remote cabin that has uh way more in store than they bargained for yeah way more yeah because they don't ever come back it's true yeah and you know straight out of every other horror movie you've ever seen they get halfway there and meet some creepy guy yep gotta start out creepy yep i would have i would have filled all the tanks up though I would have had reserves. Like, what? You know that you're going to somewhere where GPS doesn't go. Why are you not taking reserve gasoline? I know. I know. I know. But I would have taken all that guy's gas. He was creepy. He was creepy. Also, those boys should have beat him up a little bit. I think so. But they, they refrained. They were good boys. I also have a lot to say about the physiques of the men oh you you keep saying that what what was i so they said that kurt was on a full scholarship for a sociology major yes sociology is not sports related right and most sociologists you ever meet kind of look like us yeah pasty pasty people with tight white shirts yeah and beer guts i i I resemble that remark. <laughs> but, you know, he's, you know, ripped. Super yeah, buff. Yeah, but he said he, he, you know, he said he played the game. I mean, I assumed he was on the team. Yeah, but, okay, I guess maybe he that could be a sports scholarship. They don't really exactly say. No. What his scholarship was for? Well, sociology. Well, that's what I inferred. That's but... what, no, he said a full ride scholarship sociology major oh right there you go hello well also who gets a full ride in sociology because it's not a class they teach in high school that's true they barely teach anything in high school well yes that's true i i I have a i have a minor in sociology really is that yeah i don't think i knew that (laughs) do i know you i i Apparently not. Apparently not. Okay. Yeah, I, I like sociology. I think that is an interesting... Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I want to know why people live the way they live. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I took a sociology class. It was interesting. Yeah. I took a number of them. Quite a number of them. And they said that the girl, the the slutty girl, was a pre-med? Yeah. Really? Yeah. When you asked if she was a stripper, I said, oh, well, she is pre-med. Yeah. And that was pretty funny to me. I thought so, too. <laughs> but, you know, on the other hand, I mean, can't anybody be anything they want to be? 
I mean, I guess. Be what you want to be. Um, <laughs> Jesse Williams, the, I don't remember what his name was now. I shall tell you. It was Herman or Horatio. No. <laughs> oh, it was. Uh, here, wait. I'll find it. But he, uh, they said that he was the scholar, but they didn't really say what he was in, but he was friends with Kurt, so maybe. Holden. Holden. Like Holden Caulfield. Yes, I I told you it was an H word. Okay, I didn't believe you. <laughs> um, and I know I read that it was not in my brain. Nope. He plays a doctor on well, he did on Grey's Anatomy oh. for many years. Okay. So also aside from Jesse Williams of Grey's Anatomy's fame, Chris Hemsworth is the sporto Kurt. Yes. In one of his first big roles i did re i read that too but i had him confused with all the other the other chris's Hems yeah that, you know <laughs> all the other chris's all the other hemsworths yeah yeah there must be a thousand of them there's three hemsworths yeah <laughs> there they it's chris and liam and then i don't know some other one um but he's not as good looking Chris is not as good looking. No, no, no. Chris and Liam are the good looking ones. The oh. other Hemsworth brother is not um, as attractive. And he's kind of short. Oh. Yeah. But whatever. They're Australian, so I guess that uh, cancels that, out. That Well, as, for an American, that makes it up for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen Connolly was Dana. Uh, Fran Kranz was Marty. Anna Hutchinson was Jules. Richard Jenkins and Bradley Whitford were the control room guys. Yes. And Sigourney Weaver was the director. You know, and I hadn't seen that. I hadn't really looked up the cast. You know, I try not to know what the movie's about. So yeah. I was a little surprised when she popped in. Isn't she pretty big for a movie like this? Now? I don't think so. Like in like in two thousand tens, no, really, yeah, yeah, nineteen eighty four, Sigourney Weaver off the heels of Ghostbusters, yeah, hot, hot commodity. Okay, two thousand tens, sixty year old Sigourney Weaver. That's on the wayward side. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, but she looks the same. She looks great. I think she looks the same as she did, ever, all the time, ever, forever, in Alien. And aliens and all the other alien movies well yeah she she just looks a little thicker is all i mean not know. not to say she's fat or anything no but, no she you looks... know you get a little more meat on your face i think when you get a little older yeah but you know for a 60 year old woman she looks fabulous yeah yeah i wish i looked like that one day yeah once, um once i win the mega millions Half a billion dollars, I could fix myself up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I read that the opening scene was shot specifically to confuse people walking into the movie a bit on the late side. I read that too. That's pretty funny to me. Yeah. Because if I had walked in the theater and saw that, I would just be like, what the hell's going on here? I think I'm in the wrong place. Yeah. But in reality, it told the whole story, didn't it? It really did. And I've seen this movie before, obviously. Yep. And I don't remember the man on the roof I saying that, that the nest was empty. Yeah, that was a little creepy. Yeah. And at the end when she says, I don't think Kurt has a cousin. Yeah, that was weird. So, you know, I wonder, I wonder how this all kind of came about because... The story is is that Kurt has a cousin that has a country home. Yes. In this remote location that they're all going to stay at. His cousin is graciously letting them stay there yep. on this lake for a weekend of fun and relaxation. Yes. But wouldn't he know if he has a cousin or not? I mean, you would think so, but I'm thinking if they had people, like if the control people had people on the ground like that. Oh. That their rooms would be pumped full of all the gas that the cabin was. You know what I mean? But he got the the trailer van from his father. Wouldn't his father say, well, you don't have a cousin. You know, the RV? 
maybe they didn't have a father either. Oh. Hadn't even went there. Yeah, maybe everybody in their purview was not really who they said they were. Okay. Maybe he wasn't who he said he was. Now that's a twist. Or thought he was. Yeah. And he sucked all the rest of them in. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We just reframed the whole movie. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) The prototype of the mug bong that Marty is using (laughs) in the beginning of the movie. Yes. Cost $5,000 to make. What? Yes. Oh my good heavens. Well, I'm sure you had to license that, that design. That mug design, because everybody has that mug design. Oh, yeah, that is true. Also, he was drinking out of it after. Do you think that the coffee touches the bong water? Ooh. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to think that. I have a little bit of an upset tummy now. <laughs> Yikes. I also want a bong that telescopes like that absolutely what the hell like how how high do you need to get well i don't i don't know if that guy could have gotten any higher (laughs) you know when he handed her that brown paper bag you know what that was full of oh yeah of course holy cats he was only going for a weekend well you saw that the the pre-med girl had 17 bags and a beach well, bag and that was because she was a pretty pretty girl you know pretty girls can't travel light but her clothes were this big she couldn't have got all that in a backpack pretty girls can't travel light <laughs> okay <laughs> well as we have just taken a trip i do i do know that yeah <laughs> yeah we we almost didn't have enough room for our purchases because I had a suitcase and a backpack full. Yeah, and I had a couple of bags with shoes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. I also read that, <laughs> that the boy that played Marty had to take, like, joint rolling classes and had to be shown how to use a bong. <laughs> That's okay. When's the last time you smoked out of a bong? I've never done that. Really? No, I've I've never smoked marijuana. Never done any kind of drugs. No, no. So you're not sorry, fun. baby. I, you know, I lived through the seventies and and I came away unscathed. And then you went into the cocaine eighties. Yep, came away unscathed there. Although I had my knee fixed in the eighties, and I think I learned the love of the Percocets then. Oh, yeah. You know, a, a couple of Percocets and a nice cold beer makes for a lovely night. Ooh, I don't know, though. The pill hangover is worse than the liquor hangover. Ooh, take a couple more. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I can I can see. I can understand that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, well, I don't know, because I've only done it a couple times, because uh-huh. I am fun. <laughs> um. Excuse me. <laughs> but, like, I don't, I don't do it right. Like, I don't. Like you're supposed to pull the the slide out, and I, I don't do it right, and uh, there's too many moving parts for me. Just give me a bowl and just I, let I me go. I can't help you, baby. I I don't know. It's I don't moving know parts. I don't like it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so maybe I need the bong smoking class. There you go. There you go. And also, I'm not rolling anything. I no no seems ridiculous. It seems hard, even when you get those little rolly rolly makers it's it just looks hard yeah and then they don't look like they're <laughs> bright it's like everything's gonna fall out mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of marty i told you to look at him when they were all on the dock swimming yes and he was clothed yeah he had about 15 shirts on he did yeah. and that was on purpose why because is he a little tiny skinny guy no, that's what they want you to think, is that he's a little tiny, skinny nerd guy. But in reality, that guy was pretty much basically ripped just Pumped as, up. if not more, 
than Chris Hemsworth and Jesse Williams. Oh, okay. So to keep him I... as the as the goofy nerd guy, they kept him clothed so you couldn't see that he was buff. Oh. I thought they just took his look from Shaggy. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 15 t-shirts, uh, saggy jeans. Yeah. Yeah, always hungry. Hair down in his face. Yeah, that goofy voice. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yes, I read that um, Goddard and Whedon. Yeah, Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon wrote this in three days. Yes. They pulled up in a hotel room and yeah. just wrote. Wrote the screenplay play in three days, and it filmed in Vancouver in three months. Three months? Three months. That's a long time. You think so? Yeah, they pop movies out in weeks. Ooh, I don't know. I thought that was not a short amount of time. I feel, well, I guess for a movie that has, like, two movies going on, that makes sense. Right. Oh, right, because they had, you're right. It was two separate movies, wasn't Cause, it? Yeah, because they had the control room guys, and then they had the kids in the woods. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That that seems reasonable. But yeah, I thought that then they filmed. Did I say Vancouver? Yeah. Which is the Hollywood of Canada, isn't it? Yes. Doesn't everything get filmed in Vancouver? Uh, I believe that the taxation is favorable there. Yes. Real favorable. Yes. Yeah. So, I I uh. Go, go Vancouver. T- Toledo's trying to become a mecca for movie making. Did you know that? Why? I don't. Well, because it's favorable. I, yeah. Well, we need all the money we can get, I guess. I guess. So we don't become Detroit. Well, yeah. The only thing we could that could make us worse is to get three casinos in town. You know, that, that the casinos were going to save Detroit. I, I, don't, I don't know how. Yeah. The lottery was going to save our school systems. <laughs> that, that kind of backfired, didn't it? Oh. We've already, <laughs> we already talked about my love of Toledo Public Schools yeah. and their wonderful babysitting program. Yep. It uh, teaches you absolutely nothing except to hate yourself and not to follow your dreams. Right. Well, I guess. <laughs> well, let's see. Goddard began his career working on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay, that's a Whedon project. Yeah. Yes. Alias? I, I remembered that. Oh, Jennifer Garner. Yeah. And Michael Vartan. They had a, a show guy. called Angel, but I couldn't I couldn't picture that in my mind. Angel was the spinoff of Buffy. Oh, Angel okay. was the the vampire boyfriend Buffy had. Oh. And he went off and did the spinoff show with her friend, the, the, the hot friend, not the nerdy friend. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and also Lost. I oh. remember that. Okay. We've talked about that guy from Lost numerous times. Which guy from Lost? The, the fat, dark-haired guy. Oh, Hurley. Yes. He was great. So, yeah, I thought that was quite interesting. But we can't talk about Jack from Lost because he likes to hit women. Ow. Yes. Yeah, so shit. And then he has gone on to do a bunch of stuff for Netflix. He, he started a show called Daredevil. I don't know what oh, that is. Oh, that's a Marvel show. Okay. That's a great one. And he directed several episodes of one of my favorite shows, The Good Place. Oh, okay. So I thought, oh, I recognize that. Okay. So that was, I thought that that was also interesting. And, and he's executive produced some stuff. And he has a Bachelor of Arts in English from U of Colorado. Oh, okay. I thought all, all that is very interesting. Helps you write stuff. Yes. Although I don't think that his professors in English would consider this writing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. You have to to submit a screenplay. It has to be written specifically in a certain way. And if it's not, people won't even look at it. People really? won't take it seriously. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard that somewhere else, and I was just like, oh, really? So it has to. You have to write it in like a certain program that like formats it just so for you. Oh, yeah. Because if it's not formatted right, you're a joke. Oh, well, then that leaves me out of screenwriting. 
Well, I, I don't know. I believe that Tarantino does his manually, so... Oh, wow. You know, maybe you have to have a name like Tarantino, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have that name. No. 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 And the tie-in with this was supposed to have been a video game called Left 4 Dead 2. But Left 4 Dead was a popular series on um all the platforms. Left 4 Dead. It was a zombie game. Left 4 Dead 2. Okay. I think they made Left 4 Dead 2. Well, according to what I read, they did not. I'm going to I'm gonna look that up. I'm pretty sure I own Left 4 Dead 2. Oh. And, but, and that's when it said, that's when a foul, when MGM went bust and all the game content was canceled. Yeah, Left 4 Dead 2 is a real game. Developed and published by Valve. Oh, maybe I didn't read for enough. Maybe, maybe they bought it from MGM. I think that what I read was that there were nods to this, nods to Left 4 Dead, because some of the monsters that you see are Left 4 Dead monsters. That's what I read. Well, I am going to go look at that. Yeah, Left 4 Dead 2 is a 2009 first-person shooter game developed, developed and published by Valve, a sequel to Turtle Rock Studios' Left 4 Dead, and the second game in the series, released for Windows and Xbox 360 in November of 2009. The Mac Operating System X in 2010 and Linux in 2013. And well, apparently you can play it on Steam. Well, all of that would have been before the movie then. No, the movie was shot in 2009. <laughs> okay. The movie was shot in 2009 and um, it was shelved because MGM went bust. And then... Am in, I getting my things mixed up? I think you're getting your timeline a little... A little mixed up because in, the movie was released in 2011 by Lionsgate, who bought it from MGM, MGM after they okay. went bankrupt. All right, maybe I better do research during the sunlight that time <laughs> rather than at 3 a.m. at night. Maybe I'm getting a little confused. All right, never mind. But apparently, Left 4 Dead 2 is the end of the series because Left 4 Dead 3 was confirmed as not developed. Not in development as of 2020. So does that mean nobody liked it? I don't know. I think maybe um, it's one of those things where the zombies are a little played out at the moment. Yeah. You know, because Walking Dead has been on for 8,000 years. Probably. Everybody's just kind of sick of zombies. I can understand that. I, I, You know, this is the first zombie type movie I've seen. So Really? Of course it is. Okay. <laughs> Do you think I've ever even seen a horror movie? <laughs> oh well. Yeah, it's the what I wrote down was that some of the monsters seen are four special infected from the Left for Dead game series. Oh, oh part yeah. of a plan tie-in. You know what? I do have that. Uh, at the end, it said at the end of the film. That's when all those monsters were. We were seeing those. Yeah, when they were all coming out of the elevators. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep, that's that's it. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver was really excited about this movie because there was going to be a werewolf in it. Did she like werewolves? Well, apparently she just had never been in a werewolf movie. Oh. Oh, is that why a werewolf ate that girl? I think that's why, yeah, I think that's why it showed up at the end there. Okay. When Sigourney Weaver was there because she wanted a werewolf. She was, she wanted to be in a werewolf movie. Okay. Well, she Which, was. That's fine. I admire that. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty cool. There were a lot of monsters that were nods to other things. Mm -hmm. The the guy with the saw blades in his face and the, the puzzle yes, the orb. Pu mm -hmm. That was obviously a nod to Hellraiser. And the lament configuration or the La Marchand puzzle box. Yes. Hellraiser is one of my, my jams, so I know know all about that <laughs> when the elevators open one of the first monsters that you can see in the top left that's flying you know he picks up somebody and he's flying yeah is a purple people eater <laughs> <laughs> i know what a purple people eater is yes neat it had a parents guide because it was rated r it had everything in the 
parental guides. Really? Yes, sex, nudity, oh. violence, gore, profanity, alcohol, drugs, smoking, frightening, intense scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I find those so ridiculous. Yeah, I just, you know, because how many kids have not seen a smoker in this day and age? Exactly. Exactly. Somebody knows somebody that smokes cigarettes. Yep. Even yep. if they're trying to ban them, somebody knows somebody that smokes. Right. I know. You were talking about how uh, how we weren't far into the movie when the first kill happens, and we had to pause the movie and see that we were 45 minutes into the movie before the first kill happened. Yeah, it didn't seem like that long. It really didn't. Uh-uh. Also, I had um, questions about that. You saw that rusty-ass two-person push saw that they killed her with. Yeah. In the movie, it looks like they just take one shot and she's gone. Her head's off. But uh. with a old-timey weird tooth saw like that, that you need two people to push. Well, I think zombies have, you know, super strength. And it would work that way. But... No, it would work that way. Okay. But logically, it wouldn't. I mean, have you ever pushed a hacksaw? Yes. Them shits are hard. And that's just a hacksaw. I know. Can you imagine one of those old-timey tree chopper downers? <laughs> yes, I know what a two-man saw looks like. Yeah. But while he's, you know, in the dirt, he's got plenty of time to sharpen all of those spines or tines or whatever they're called. I think they're called teeth. Teeth? I believe so. Really? I think so. Okay. He's got plenty of time to, to sharpen all of that. So, I mean, if you have a really good Ginsu knife, you can cut right through a pineapple. So why couldn't you just cut right through it, your neck? Because there's bones and cartilage and muscle. But do you know and... what a Ginsu knife is? Yes. Yes, I know what a Ginsu knife is. It can cut a penny in half and then cut through that pineapple. Yes, you're right. <laughs> But I thought the Ginsu knives were like the height of Japanese steel. I don't think that torture redneck zombies had the height of Japanese steel. In 1903. Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Ginsu knife was on TV in 1903. I'm pretty sure of it. They didn't have TV in 1903. <laughs> and speaking of, we had to look up the crowbar crowbar yes because in when holden and dana are in the black room what they figure is the black room at what looked like just a horrible workshop yeah she picks up a crowbar that's just laying on the ground just an errant crowbar and stabs the zombie man but and i had to we had to look it up to see when the modern crowbar became a thing right and apparently they have been in use since the mid 1700s uh, which i am amazed at but i guess they had to you know they had to pack everything in boxes to ship everything everywhere yes so they would need some kind of lever yes. to open those boxes that makes sense but yeah and a crowbar is a certainly a simple machine that would work that way yeah so but yeah wow that was that kind of sh well, but they've had tools since the dawn of time i mean i know but it's like specifically forged right. in that shape right you know i i see on on these um you know on some of my favorite shows they have they dig up hammers and things like that and it's oh, like yeah. oh wow oh the primitive tools yeah they're yeah. all fascinating yep. to look at and cutting tools that are just not uh, stones yeah stones that are cutting tools oh maybe it's a ginsu stone <laughs> okay sorry <laughs> uh, yeah but i was i was wondering about that because you know i know i've seen you sure. know homestead type movies where it's early 1800s and they've got you know axes and saws, saws and, and hammers stuff like yeah that. yeah that's all just kind of metal and wood kind of forged together yeah 
But and if there's a blacksmith, there, yeah, they make all that stuff. And I guess if you know you're in the woods by yourself, you kind of know how to do all that forging stuff yourself, right? Right. I did see that on the the Rainies on Homestead Rescue that they built the the two the one little boy was interested in blacksmithing and they built him a forge. Oh, cool. Out of stuff that, that was there on the property. So, yeah, why not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a game show on, um, oh, God, I don't know what channel it's on, but it's called Forged in Fire. It's not a game show. It's it's a reality show. It's kind of both. Yeah. It's a competition. Yes. Yeah, to make the best knife. Right. Or sword or whatever. Right. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they, they have all kinds of stuff on there. They Sometimes they have... um. You know, wheel wells and stuff like that, or, or um, what are those things your tires are attached to? Rims. Rims, yeah, yeah. They have rims, and they got to make a cutting knife out of that. Oh yeah, yeah. And then they got to cut through stuff. Yeah. Maybe they should get Ginsu knives. <laughs> Everything today is going to revolve around the Ginsu knife. Okay. I wonder if they even make Ginsu knives anymore. I would imagine. You think so? I would think so. I'm going to have to look that you up. You go ahead and look that up. <laughs> uh, I also read that uh, the studio wanted to convert the film into 3D, despite the objections of uh, Whedon and Goddard. Ooh, wouldn't that have been pretty spectacular in 3D? I don't know, because the way they do 3D now, it's not really 3D. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not. It's not like it was in the 50s where stuff actually, like, flew out at you. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, you can get a five-inch knife, but only on Amazon. Oh, okay. Oh, the when they're reading Patience Buckner's diary, the Don't first date she read reads. the Latin. <laughs> Don't read the Latin. The first date she reads is April 4th, and the beginning of the book 1984 by George Orwell also starts on April 4th. No way. Do you know that? Did you read that book in high school? I loved that book. I've never read it. We had to read it in high school, too. You've never read it? Nope. Oh, God. The love story in it. Okay. It makes Romeo and Juliet look like trash. Oh, jeez. Which it basically is. Just, the, just saying. Sorry, Shakespeare fans. It's trash. It's a weekend where two teenagers fall madly in love and then 58 people die because of it. <laughs> Stupid. Well, we went on a weekend and, and 8 billion people died. Well, that's all right. <laughs> I mean, anymore, you know, just bring on the end. Yeah. <laughs> right. Jamie Lee Curtis was considered for the role of the director. Really? Yes. Oh, no, I can't see. Nope, Sigourney Weaver's perfect. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis is not. No. Well, I don't know. Jamie Lee Curtis can kind of play that hard-nosed, no-nonsense person. She's an actor, so what is that job? Acting. Yeah. She should be fine. Yeah. Interesting, though. Yeah. Joss Whedon has been quoted as saying that Hadley and Sitterson, the control room guys... Uh-huh. Represent himself, Andrew Goddard. It's kind of puppeteering everything because they're screenwriters, I guess. Oh, okay. Because they control the fate of everybody in the story. I guess that would be absolutely true. Yeah. All right. And there were a lot of references to. I don't know if I wrote them all down, but there are a lot of references to, to other movies where you're watching somebody like through a fisheye lens, uh-huh. like um the. The security guard, the the young black man that was with Hadley and Sitterson. Yes. His name was Truman. Uh-huh. Oh, the, the Truman Show. Yeah. About a guy who's being watched. And yeah. he, he kind of thinks that he's on a TV show, but he doesn't really know. And it's all kind of this weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's another instance of that. And I don't think I wrote it down. I, I did not connect. Well, you know, I don't look, look about the film when I look right. at my information. People Eater, 3D, Yeah, no, I didn't write it down, but I feel like I read that there was another, some somebody was named something, oh, it was 1984. 
1984 is about people that are watched for nefarious reasons. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. Yes. They're watched. Big Brother is watching. In order to be controlled. Right. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Hello. Okay. We just talked about how I oh, love my 1984. Gosh. How, how, you know, oh, if I only had a brain. <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about the other countries that were failing. I don't, I don't recall that. Oh, so they were, they were talking about the other rituals in the other cities. Uh, there was one in Kyoto, Japan, which was the nod to Ringu or the ring. That's, it's a good movie. It's that J horror that's, it's really fucking scary. Okay. <laughs> Ringu is about a video, a haunted videotape. And if you watch the videotape, you'll die seven days after. Oh my good heavens. Yeah. Thank God we don't have to watch a videotape. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it, there's a whole series about, you know, that it's, the tape exists and then the tape is made and then the, the people that made the tape are existing and then it's a whole series. It's really good. They only made the first two remakes here in the States. Naomi Watts was in it. Oh, uh huh. Yeah. I recognize that name. Yeah, I mean, you know, they were okay. The American ones were okay, but the Japanese ones are terrifying. Scare the hair right off. Oh yeah. my god. J-horror, K-horror, all that stuff is way scarier than anything the the Americans can put out. Oh, wow. Because the Americans are too involved with hack and slash. Yeah, and and those people are into your mind. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's going to be gore in those movies, too, but sure. it's, it's going to really mess with your brain before it shows you the blood and guts. Yikes. Oh um, Buenos Aires, Argentina had like King Kong kind of monster. Okay. That uh, failed his mission. Oh no. He's still there? Well, they showed him just kind of laying there all dead. Oh, okay. when they flashed onto the screen. Good. Uh, they kept going on about the Swedes. The Stockholm, Sweden, their ritual situation was uh, an, a nod to John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh, okay. Which is a remake. Of a movie from the 50s, also yes, titled The Thing. The Thing, yes. Yeah. And I don't think that they showed it on the They didn't make mention of it on the screen, but there was one in Madrid, Spain, that was a nod to Dracula. Oh. Which I kind of want to know more about. Yeah. Because that would be kind of cool. Right. Uh, what else? <laughs> when they're partying after they think everybody's dead. The yes. Roll with the changes by Ario Speedwagon is playing. I didn't hear the music, but yes. Which I think is kind of a, a no to the end. Oh. Because everything is not as, as it should be as they're partying. Okay. And now they have to roll with the changes. Yes. So that's pretty funny. I didn't notice stuff like you should point stuff like that out. Listen to this music. I think I did just because I like that song. Oh, okay. I like Ariel Speedwagon. In the beginning, Hadley's commenting that there hadn't been a problem since 98. He says that a few times in the beginning. Oh, you know, 98, it was great. You know, we had a little, you know, we hadn't had a problem since then. Right. Well, in 1998, the number one horror movie was Halloween H2O. Oh, really? With Jamie Lee Curtis returning to the series as Laurie Strode. Okay, I didn't really notice that music. You'll have to point out, or you'll have to tell me to pay attention to the music. Okay. Because I don't really think about it, and, you know, it's just part of the movie to me. So, you know, you you should say, pay attention to this. Yeah. Unless I read something about it, then I, I yeah. don't think about it. But during that party when that red phone started ringing, and they shot over to that phone hanging on the wall do people even know what that is anymore I, <laughs> I don't think so who has seen a wall phone oh my in, god in a million years and then read the boot i i also why, it didn't have a dial on it so no it was a one-way call yeah it was a one-way call i just you know it should have had the glass container to lift off like the bat phone <laughs> <laughs> you know and yeah. you always hear there's a red phone on the the desk of the president or in in the uh mr gordon's Force. office yeah. 
<laughs> yes, that's Batman. Yeah. Um, Air Force One, they're supposed to have a red phone on there. Do they now have a red cell phone? Oh. <laughs> Is it like a, a lively phone that, that's red? A flip phone? You pick it up and answer it? I don't know. It starts glowing, you know? The lights are flashing on it? I don't know. I wonder about that. I mean, I would assume that the White House has, like, uh, landlines still. Super secured, deep-buried landlines. Well, you know, they have all those safe rooms in there that they've rebuilt over the years. They're building something right now in the back of the, the White House that's supposed to be shoring up the, you know, the foundation on the backside. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. Okay, it's a safe room. Right. Just say it's a safe room, for Christ's sake. <laughs> but we can't talk about that, you know. That's, you no. know. I mean, anybody who has a reasoning brain, if they don't think that the White House is all but impregnable, impenetrable, and, 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 you know, but impregnable, when, impregnable, impregnable, that's yeah. the word, <laughs> you know, if, if, if somebody doesn't think that that's not the case, they need to think again. Although, up until January, we would have thought that the, the, uh, all of the buildings where all of our um, negotiations and, and laws and things go on would have been that. But, well, well, I can't hear you. Oh, did I unplug you? No. Something is going on. Did I unplug you? Okay. Oh, Christ, are you there? <laughs> One of my ears is. Okay. Are we good? I moved it because you look to be kind of hunched a bit. No, I, I just, it's easier if it's a little, gosh, son of a bitch. <laughs> are we both there? I'm here. Are you? I'm here. Okay. All Jesus right. Christ. Gee, man alive. Everything has just gone downhill, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah. People, people entered the, that building in a heartbeat but i think if they had tried to get in the white house i think there would have been a lot more shooting well they do have snipers up on the roof at the white house oh okay you know the guy on the roof the nest is empty okay yeah i mean it makes sense mm -hmm. yeah the only little, last little bit of trivia i wrote down is that some horror royalty was involved with the special effects makeup crew oh yes Heather Langenkamp. I read about, I remember that name. I read about her. Heather Langenkamp was Nancy in like all of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Okay. She also makes an appearance in the newest Hellraiser movie, which I only watched about the first five minutes of. I think it's garbage. Um, I hopefully can sit down and maybe give it another chance, but I don't know. But anyways, she was Nancy in Nightmare on Elm Street, which was a Big deal, because that was really one of those movies that kind of changed the, the horror genre in yeah. the 80s. Um, it changed the way that slashers were made. But she was credited as Heather L. Anderson. Her husband, he's got a name. His last name is Anderson. Oh. He's a special effects artist. Oh, and she's the prosthetic makeup coordinator. Ooh, okay. So. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. She's married. She's married to David Leroy Anderson. Yeah, I knew he had a real name, Anderson. Something Anderson. But yeah, so that's pretty cool to have to have basically horror royalty on your set. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Even if she's not in front of the camera, it's still pretty cool that she's there. Right. And uh, let's face it, so many of those all of, all of these slasher movies need prosthetics. Oh yeah. You know, of every sort. Yeah, all those zombies. Those aren't yeah. their real faces. Exactly. They're not real zombies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and you got a knife through your head. You got to have, you got to have your scalp open and your brain showing. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Yeah, I did think it was pretty cool that, that Marty just kind of pushed Sigourney Weaver and Patience Buckner off the ledge, just you know, kind of kicking her in <laughs> right the butt a little bit. Right off the ledge. <laughs> yeah. And like we said, this movie 
did not have a happy ending. No. It, it is inferred no. that everybody in the world dies. Yes, it it infers that the world has ended. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's pretty cool. Yep. The the hand of God just comes out of the earth and just kills everything. everybody up. I think I read that, that that hand is supposed to be like I don't know, like some Greek god, but I didn't write it down. Oh, well. Kronos? The god of time. Of course. Maybe. Yes. I don't know. You know, that's why all of us people punch in on Kronos. Yeah. He's the god of time. But he's not Captain Kronos, Vampire Hunter. That's uh, a hammer for him. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, okay. But yeah, this these and these two guys, they had it in their heads that they were gonna change up the um the whole thing about uh this comedy horror thing. You okay. know, and, and they were gonna make it cool well i didn't find anything real funny about this movie no me neither did i but like i've seen funny horror comedies like evil dead is great yeah and there's a movie called tucker and dale versus evil (laughs) well it's so funny it's these two redneck guys yeah (laughs) they they buy this dilapidated cabin in the woods and you know they're just going up to fix up this cabin and fish and drink beer and they meet they stop at a gas station and they meet these college kids college kids are terrified of these people oh okay these two redneck dudes yeah and apparently the college kids are staying at like another camp that isn't far away from where these rednecks are down the road and then you find out that the cabin the cabin that the rednecks have bought is like this like old serial killers cabin so like all this crazy shit is there's booby traps and everything of course <laughs> but like every time they see these kids like there's just like comedy of errors that happens because the kids think that these guys are serial killers and so something awful has to happen <laughs> it, pardon me it's just really funny of course of course. Does it? Does anybody die? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Oh yeah. Do do the rednecks kill him, or it was the serial killer? Well, there is a serial killer in the mix. Yes. But it's not the two redneck guys. The two redneck guys are just you know two redneck guys <laughs> just trying to mind their own business. Oh no. It's just real funny. So yeah. But what do you know? Yeah. I I did. I like this because it doesn't have a happy ending. Yeah. You know, the Scream movies all kind of have those happy, they don't, killers found, they take them away, and everybody's safe, and everybody's great, and, yeah. yeah. Well, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I mean, no, I don't want to make a habit of watching all these slasher movies, but I thought this was pretty darn interesting, the way it, it yeah, you know, trying to figure out, your first scene is made to confuse you. Yeah. Well, it did, kind of, until it dawned on me that, oh, I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. I I liked it. Hadley's IVF is definitely not going to work now. What? In the very beginning, the one guy is oh, talking oh. about his wife's <laughs> IVF. IVF, yes. And <laughs> she's yeah, already no. baby-proofed the house. Yeah, no. They don't have a baby for yet. <laughs> Yes, I I didn't even connect that. that. So that was pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah, no, I really, you know, this movie was great because it's not like any other horror movie you've seen for a while. Yes. And that's really what makes horror so great is that it can be so many things. Right. That's, you know, the stuff, the the unbelievable stuff, like uh, when when marty gets stabbed in the spine right he's kicking and screaming and flailing and i I don't think that would happen no i don't think so either i I, think a spinal injury is paralyzing yes but then when we we noticed that there was no cut on his shirt then there was a cut on his shirt did you notice that it was over it was not on the spine oh did you notice that i did yes yeah well, you might have looked at it and not noticed it. I noticed it. You're yeah. right. It wasn't on his spine. That, that was nowhere near his spine. Well, it looked like he was stabbed right in the spine at the beginning. Yeah. 
and that bear trap when it goes down on them, and then all they have is those jagged cuts on them? Wouldn't that just take off a glob of, of meat? I would think so. I think so. I think so. I don't know. I don't know either. But, yeah, I love the not happy ending horror movie. That's, nice. I really do. I enjoyed it. Good, and I'm glad. Are you going to have nightmares? Nah. I had a nightmare last night. It was weird. I was working at the farm. Oh. And a monkey jumped on me. Oh! Like what kind of monkey? A little baby monkey in a little blue suit. Oh, weird. What's that, that mean? I don't know. And I, I thought it was a bird, so I took it to the outside. Then I noticed it was a monkey. So I gave it to these two guys that were in lounge chairs in the middle of the store. And they decided they'd take it, but there were rats all over the place. Weird. weird. Yeah. And that I, wasn't even last night. That was this morning. Cat woke me up for breakfast at 7. Ooh. And I said, baby, I'm going back to bed for an hour. Because I had set my alarm for 8. Uh -huh. And it was sometime between that 7 and 8 o'clock that I had that freaky weird dream. Weird. Yeah. I had one of those bedwetting dreams. Where, oh, no. Where, like, if you don't get up, you're in trouble. Yes. Yeah. That's when I got up. Oh, my goodness. Also... Ash has not been sleeping by me, and it's really bumming me out. But oh. he's been sleeping by Justin's shoulders oh. on the other side of Just. You know, he used to sleep between Justin and I. Now he sleeps on Justin's other side, uh -huh. and it's so cute. Is um is Justin's shoulder bothering him? Does Ash feel he needs to be there to protect him? I think it's really just a matter of that's a really warm place. Justin's okay. a hot sleeper. Uh-huh. So he's warm and he knows that he's safe there. That could be. But uh, <laughs> it was so cute. And then Justin woke up. He said he had had bad dreams. Weird. So he had kind of like, well, you know, do you, do you want to snuggle? Do you? Do we need to move closer to each other? And he's just like, uh. So he does kind of move closer to me. And then Ash spreads out. And he's just like, well, I'm just trying to move. And Ash is just taking up all the space. <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's what his job is. What, what, what do you mean? Yes. I'm surprised he didn't call his other two friends to come and join him. Well, Lula had come into bed after we were all awake. You know, make noise and yell at us. Yeah, and well. Scratch and at the windows. It's time to wake up. It's breakfast time. Get yeah, up. Yeah. Ooh, she's getting wound up. Yeah. Well, she sees the screen. She oh. she wants to fight with the screen. <laughs> but in fighting with the screen, she also likes to hit the power button. Ah. So I gotta. You mean she could turn us off? Yeah. Is is that commentary? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! A cat is turning us off. Yep. That's a bad thing. <laughs> She's playing the music to play us out. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, no, I uh, I like these kind of horror movies. I will have nightmares uh, just because I have to. You have to keep it in your brain cells. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I will. But I do. I, you know, and I love this stuff. I know it's not real. But and that's the the, the fun part of it, isn't it? Well, yeah, that's you know. All the inconsistencies. That wouldn't happen. I know. Yeah. That's that's how I can justify it. Like, I, I know that it's not real. But then my brain is going to tell me, like, oh, my God, you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> A bear trap swinging around catching yeah. you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I absolutely think it would uh, take a chomp out of you. Yeah, absolutely. At least some skin. Yeah. They're running around. Bear traps on their back end. Wow. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. But yeah, it was a fun movie. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I do miss our theme meals. Yeah. But what would we have had? Marijuana and beer? That <laughs> yeah, was kind of the only thing they ate here. Yeah, it really was. We talked about Pop Tarts. I guess we could have had a Pop Tart. We could. Oh, you know, I, I love a good Pop Tart. I know. Yeah, I miss my Pop Tart. Yeah. But, you know, we're, we're, I'm gonna stick with mom's no no eating thing. Okay. Those chips smell good. I'm sorry. They <laughs> taste good if it makes you feel bad. Nope. Not at all. Because you know what? You gotta eat just like I gotta eat. Uh, if it makes you feel better, the monster I had was terrible. I, I'm very sorry about that. Having never had anything like that, I don't know what the thrill of that is for you young people. 
Well, really, like, I don't, you know, I'll drink a can of Coke before I go to bed. Like, caffeine. Oh, yeah. Caffeine is not a. Bother no. me. You're probably like just that. like, if you wanted to quit drinking Coke right now, you would probably never have a, a minute of problem. You know, some people, oh, I've got a headache. Oh, I need, I need, I need some caffeine. No. Yeah. You probably no, would. No, I, I would definitely. Just cold turkey. It just... I would definitely sick. You would? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, not me. But, uh, so, you know, so, stuff like that. No, it's really just, you know, sparkly fruit juice for me. Oh, okay. You don't taste the caffeine in it? I don't. No. Okay. No. But uh, I had Aussie lemonade, and I bought it because the can looked cool. It did. I should have stuck with my mango madness or yeah. mango muerta <laughs> that I usually buy. Okay. Oh, my. Oh, God my. damn it. Oh, my God. Good heavens, Ness. Okay. We're, we're complete. I, maybe the machine wants to quit. <laughs> it's because we switch seats. Everything it, is all crazy because right, we switch seats. Right. Lexi is in my seat and I am in Lexi's seat. And nothing has been right today. No. <laughs> it's all been crazy. I had to find a cord long enough to yep. record. Yep. It's been rough. I know. It's rough life. But, but we're all good now. We are. We're um, all good now. We have... Uh, interested parties in being guest hosts. Yes, I, you told me that. I am so, so excited. Pretty cool. We're gonna have to figure something out about that. Yep. What's um, his, What's his favorite movie? What are we gonna watch? Oh boy, I don't know. I don't know what are, um, are the we, cult spectrum. What it would be? Are we gonna watch his favorite movie or? I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. Yeah. We'll have to figure something out, but he works weird hours, so just like you, weird Ugh, hours. I'm sorry. Retail. We could watch another midnight movie, like, you know, two o'clock on Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Which would probably be fine. <laughs> um, Yeah, he said that he worked until two today, and I was just like, man, I got stuff to do this afternoon. Yeah. I can't do this. Yeah. He's just like, oh, man. So right. that will be cool. Well, I'm we off again it. next week. Oh. next weekend so okay. if you would like to find out if he can join us okay one one of those days if you have time okay next week is a uh, nail week isn't it no i go on the 30th yeah i go on the 30th okay so, so next week is not a nail week i'm off i'm off saturday and sunday okay if you want to make arrangements with him we can do it when he when he has time okay i'm pretty excited about having somebody else throw in yeah you know sometimes big daddy does but i, I don't think big daddy really wants to do it with us no no, <laughs> no. He, i think he thinks we're crazy well i also kind of think that he thinks too much about himself like not not like selfish like but like just like that Oh my god, my voice really sounds like oh. that. Oh my god, do I sound dumb? Oh my yeah. god, did I just oh. say that? Am I retarded? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I well, that's... you know, I, that's got to be something because I think when I listen to us on when I rerun a podcast, I'm thinking, can people hear the difference between us? Because <laughs> I think we sound so much alike. There's a lot of overlap when when we're both speaking. Yeah. Like, who who said that? Who said that? Yeah, I'm real bad about talking over you. Oh, and... well, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for the lightning. <laughs> so, you know, when I'm editing, it's kind of like, oh, okay, who can I cut out of here? Yeah. I also haven't figured out, like, double pane editing. So, like, I can separate our voices, but I can't. Really? Yeah, I can't. I haven't mastered that yet. Oh, cool. That's cool. Yeah. So sometimes you don't know who you're cutting out? Yeah. Sometimes it's, <laughs> even when we're both speaking, it's just like, ooh. I know. And I wonder if people that listen wonder if it's just one person talking. <laughs> but I think we do have a little bit of a different, I guess, cadence, the way we talk. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I think that's the difference. Yeah. So I, I think that's funny. So yeah, a new voice on our show. That would be wonderful. That would be real fun. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled he wants to come and do that. Yeah. So at some point, my friend Kurt will be joining us. And I guess next weekend, we'll figure something else out to watch. We This just kind of fell in our laps. Yes. Uh, so I have no ideas. No, none. Like I said, 
talk to him. You know, does he want to look at something that's his favorite that, you know, maybe you, you don't know about or, well, you know, I don't know about it. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll text him later today and see what's going on. Sounds like fun. All right. And I guess until next time, we will let you know via Facebook or Twitter what we're going to be thinking about next. Okay. And if or when Kurt's going to join us. Yeah. And again, we are on Facebook and the Twitter machine. Yes. Uh, Facebook is Movies with My Mother. You can find us. We're an open group. At Twitter, we're at MWMM Pod. I have a little one yeah. fighting with my cords. Yeah. Sorry about that. She's not happy with just um, editing us now. She wants to be a guest. Yes. Also, we have an email. It's movies with my mother. Movies is plural, all one word, uh, at yahoo.com. Feel free to make suggestions or any comments. Huh. Yeah, I would love to hear from constructive you. criticism. But if you're just going to be a dick, I will mute you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're we're bad enough on ourselves. We don't need help. Yeah, I don't need you to help me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, come on, yeah. tell us what you want. Yeah, but if you want to hear something that we haven't talked about, let us know. We are open to suggestion. Yes. And uh, we are open to constructive criticism. Absolutely. <laughs> so that being said, we appreciate you. I do see that we have a few more spots and a few in a few places that we're already in. Yay! So that's pretty cool. Oh um, boy! Yeah. So we appreciate you. Tell your friends, like, rate, review, whatever you feel like doing on wherever you get your podcasts, and. Uh, we love you, and we'll see you at some point soon. Alrighty. Bye. Bye.